When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, checkout's not until four, so. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Week commences as we say hi. It is Sharp Money presented by DraftKings. It feels like a nine-day odyssey that started after Championship Weekend, but you've made it. We've made it together. It's been a lot of programming, a lot of trends, a lot of angles, a lot of props to get to today, where we go side total and give you our official props here on Sharp Money. Thrilled to be with you. Just two days out from Super Bowl Fifty Eight. Hope you're doing well. I'm Patrick Maher, live from Los Angeles. We'll start. As we do with the number Super Bowl 58 as well. But let me introduce the boys. Amal Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson, downtown Las Vegas at the D there, Fremont Street. What's going on, fellas? Amal, what's up? Not much. You can feel the energy in the city now. People are arriving. You can tell the Super Bowl is about 75 hours or excuse me, 51 hours away from kickoff now. You can definitely sense a vibe. But I'll tell you, Patrick, it feels like the end of a long road trip. I don't know if you've ever, you know, when you take a road trip with some friends and near the end, everybody's like, the car is a bit messy. And you're like, let's just get the hell out of here and get home. Does that mean that you went out partying last night? I was out a little bit later than I probably should have been, but yes. Okay, okay. I'll set an over-under on that. Uh, Dustin Sweetelson, we say, speaking of being out late last <laughs> night, my gosh. And we should say against all odds, the 49ers, the last time I checked, against all odds, they're still in Las Vegas, so they may, even as they, they have to climb that hill as it snows in Las Vegas and rains with all the pressure of being favored in every game and the pressure of having an all-star lineup and the pressure of being coached by King Kyle and just the lure of 49ers in the background. They somehow will play in Super Bowl 58 on Sunday against all odds. Dustin Sweetelson, hi. Against all odds, I have survived this week. I have t- I had two tasks that I had to have happen. One, not die of drinking and partying completed that task. Number two, not get canceled. Cause you know, when you're a celebrity and you're out, out amongst the other celebrities, <laughs> you just never know what might happen to you. And like, I was out to dinner last night, sitting there ordering my food. And I look over and I'm like, I know that guy check his social media sitting right next to us. 
Zach Bryan, the biggest country music star in the world. Then, all of a sudden, a cake gets delivered to my dinner table. Happy birthday from your friends. I don't have any friends here. Was it Zach Bryan looking at their table? They're not looking while the cake's coming over. Freaking out. I'm in a room. There's there's people wearing Balenciaga shirts. So I, I imagine they're celebrities too. I just don't know who they are. I'm like, I'm in the special section of this restaurant with all the other celebs. They go, it's from your friend Kelly. I'm like, ooh, she sounds hot. I look up. It's Kelly Bidlin, Gil Alexander, Aaron Schatz, Matt Brown at the same restaurant as me. And all of a sudden I did not feel special, guys. So wait, Kelly Bidlin bought you a birthday take, uh, birthday cake not on your birthday? Not on my birthday. No, no, it was just surprised me. He was annoying me texting me during dinner and he doesn't normally text me. I was, I was like, what? What's happening here? Kelly's like, what are you doing tonight? What are you getting into? You do anything tomorrow? We should hang out. Let's do something, bro. And I'm like, why is Kelly texting me while I'm in the middle of a dinner when he never texts me personal stuff? It's normally just work stuff. And then finally I realized that he was literally sitting across the restaurant from me. All right. There it is, big guy. The number right now, San Francisco. So yesterday we had started to dip on the juice. Remember, San Francisco since last Wednesday has been frozen at two. They're two-point favorites in Super Bowl 58. We've got the number right there. However, the juice over at DraftKings has adjusted from minus 102 yesterday. So 102 closer to one and a half as far as the number. Back up to minus 105. So 110 is standard juice on the number. And right now we're laying 105. 47 and a half on the total a little up on the juice from 110 up to 112 however i think that number ends up coming down remember 85 to 90 percent of the money still hasn't been bet on the side in total we'll get into prop strategies as well but let's just start there with an overview on the number still two i'm all in 47 and a half on the total yeah what surprises me is the number of people i've spoken with and we've talked about on this show it seems like almost every guest we've had this week unless they've had a relationship with the 49ers personally, uh, it seems to be on the Kansas City Chiefs. So I'm surprised this number is sitting at two. Yesterday, Brennan White of DraftKings, their lead trader, said he thought it would close around one and a half. And Patrick, I still think we'll get down to that number, but it just surprises me. The number has been fairly stagnant for the most part. Yeah, 100%. Big guy, two and 47 and a half. No need to give a play yet, no. just an overview. Well, so while you were speaking, I did some looking to my left, and we've got minus two on the Chiefs here at Circa at the D, and it's minus 132, minus 130 juice on that too. Looked at another book, and I'm seeing minus two, minus 110. Then I saw another book in town. They've got it at two and a half. It, the, the plus two and a half on Kansas City is juiced to minus 120, where you get even money on San Francisco. Patrick, real okay. quick to D- Dustin's point, the, pl- the money line here is plus 112. We're seeing other places that are even money. So if you like the money line, Circa's a great bet if you like the Chiefs in particular, whereas the Niners are a little bit higher at the minus 130 Dustin referenced. Okay, beautiful, boys. You know, I, I like in betting on the Super Bowl specific- with every year it's the menu grows and expands as far as prop bets. It's almost like you walk into a Costco, you're focused. You just want to get some salsa in bulk and maybe some trash bags and you walk out with an engagement ring and four tires, right? So that is kind of betting the Super Bowl. Almost a FOMO situation. You walk in, you're like, dude, I just want some mild salsa. Bam, engagement ring. That is betting on the Super Bowl where just the plethora of options and the FOMO that starts 
starts to set in as you get closer and closer to the game on Sunday. It's the Costco of betting, and it's what's it's what's amazing. Again, you're gonna have 94 of the 100 most watched television shows every year on TV be an NFL game, and this one is the most watched. So there's a reason people like to get down. I can't wait for it. The anticipation for this one that started with a little less juice than I had hoped for. Hello, I'm a Lions fan has now started to ramp up where I would say this, maybe now because of this game we saw four years ago, I'm starting to get into it more because the pressure is mounting not on Reed and Mahomes. We'll get to that in just a bit because the idea that you're a simpleton if you don't start with Patrick Mahomes and you're handicapping to me makes you simplistic. However, it's the King Kyle aspect. It's the 49er aspect to me, Amal Shaw, that's starting to build here. I think four years ago, it was a free roll for Kyle. This year, all the pressure is squarely on him. I think you summarized it perfectly. And when you look at it, this San Francisco team, we've talked about it from the first week of the regular season. Their talent is overwhelming. They appear to be the best team in the National Football League. I think there was some resistance or some concern about that after the Ravens went into Santa Clara and beat them on Monday Night Football on Christmas. But at this point, this is what you want if you're San Francisco. You're playing the Super Bowl in the same time zone. There's not that built-in potential of saying, oh, we had to go three time zones across the country, even though you've got a week ahead of time to get ready for it, not to mention the additional week. San Francisco's in a perfect position. They've got a team whose offense, you mentioned Mahomes, the greatness of him can't be denied. But right now, this offense hasn't been a leader great. On the flip side, the defense for the Chiefs has been exactly that. But I'm with you. The pressure is squarely on Kyle Shanahan, how they call the game, and then how Brock Purdy responds. And if for any reason he's off his game, do they decide to utilize Christian McCaffrey more in terms of the running game? I think all the focal points will surround Kyle Shanahan and how they respond to anything Kansas City's defense is able to take away. You can't overly, well put, you can't overly evaluate or or overly simplify just the greatness of Patrick Mahomes. Then again, on the other side, the Brock Purdy situation is fascinating. People saying, is he a top six, top seven quarterback in the NFL? Stop it. <laughs> He's a six foot game manager, big guy in the perfect situation. So here's my point. Again, when we talk about Brock Purdy, he is in a perfect spot and I think he's a very good quarterback, but as as we've gone through this nine-day odyssey of over-evaluation, he's gone from just a guy and Mr. Irrelevant to a guy that we're now comparing against Patrick Mahomes. And I'll get into in just a little bit why that shouldn't be the case. But again, you hate the term game manager. Yeah, but here's my vibe. As someone leaning towards San Francisco or haven't officially decided what I'm doing yet, uh, I've created the world where if San Francisco is going to win this game, it's because of McCaffrey. And if Kansas City wins this game, it's because Purdy does something to mess things up. Like, that's how I view it when I look through how the season has gone for San Francisco. So we'll get into it later, have a lot of props that correlate to that. Whereas if I'm wrong and San Francisco does lose, I think there are props to benefit from Purdy being the reason why they blow this game. Uh, I do want to hear from Kyle Shanahan here, though, because he's playing right into what you're talking about, about the pressure that's on him. Obviously, he's aware of it. The media is aware of it. So they asked him yesterday in a final media session before the big game. What if the narrative after this is a loss for San Francisco and the talking point is Kyle Shanahan just can't win the big one. 
Film study, I mean, film study analytics, that's what affects your gut. I mean, your gut, I'm not just gambling on roulette or anything. It's, um, you study, you prepare, you do that a lot of ways. You, you, know, you know your own team, you know the tendencies of what you're going against from watching film, from watching techniques, you get tons of analytics. I deal with it the same way if we win. I celebrate with our team, I celebrate with my families, and I move on with the rest of my life, which is being a father, son, and coaching and working and doing all that. I mean, narrative, good or bad, is just a narrative. And that's my biggest thing with everything. Like when you go into these games, what makes you prepare? I just don't want regrets. And I just I want to do everything that makes sense to myself, that makes sense for our team. And when you do that, that's what I have found. No matter how hard something is or good something is, um, you always keep perspective of what it really is. If you want to if you want your perspective to be someone else's narrative good luck being happy in life or successful okay i don't know who that human being is because that soundbite was exquisite i've never heard him speak that way the only thing he was missing now dustin he botched it he played the wrong clip but that goes against his instincts when dustin's hot on something and cocky it goes wrong when he botches something great job big guy because the only thing king kyle missed there he goes father son and it's about the holy spirit because he should be praying to win this football game because all of that was a lot of gibberish however it's as eloquent and succinct as he's ever been and i actually took a lot from that clip I liked him there. Well, there's alcohol available 24 hours a day in this town. I'll spin zone it. Or he's just setting things up for people to say, you know, Kyle lost again, but he has things in perspective. Is it too simplistic or does it make you a simpleton to start with Mahomes? When we come back, we'll discuss it's sharp money. This is VEASAN Super Week. Keep listening for analysis from some of the sharpest bettors in Vegas. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So, buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So, how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. 
OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less, like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. Oracle.com strategic. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. VSIN, the sports betting network. It's also VSIN Super Week here. Again, Sharp Money presented by DraftKings. Hope you're doing well. You made it. It's been quite an odyssey to get through the last nine days, but we're here Friday before Super Bowl 58. Right now, the 49ers laying two, 47 and a half on the total. I'm Patrick Maher as we welcome you in. We've got Mike Samich, the final hour. Amal Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson, live downtown at the D there, Fremont Street in Las Vegas. And we're going to welcome in Sam Chowdhury. He's our buddy at FTN, network betting analyst, previously over at PFF. He's first off, he's been killing it with the props in the NBA and excited to bring in Sam and talk about Super Bowl 58. So, hi, Sam. First off, nice to see you. And I know you've got a bunch of props, but let's just start with the overview and kind of the game script here. You see 49ers lane two and 47 and a half on the total. Give us an idea as far as the spread in total here. Yeah, it's kind of wild to see, you know, Mahomes going back to the Super Bowl and, you know, the de- defending champs being a dog. And uh, I, this is like the first time in decades where you see uh, a returning Super Bowl champion are underdogs in the upcoming matchup. But, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. You know, this is a team that it was somewhat disappointing relative to Mahomes' standard throughout the regular season. It wasn't the same juggernaut offense, but we're seeing sort of in the playoffs, they've really put it together and the offense has been flowing. It's been, uh, it, it's coming around right in the right time. And then the 49ers, I feel like it's sort of the other way around. They were just super dominant through the regular season. So you sort of see these cracks in the playoffs, but I'm really excited. You know, I would say that the 49ers overall probably are the most talented roster in the NFL, but you know, it's Patrick Mahomes on the other side and how can you ever count him out? Sam, when you look at this team and this matchup, were you surprised by the number itself in terms of where it came out? Because we were talking about earlier that the 49ers, it, it came as a surprise to us that they were favored here. Uh, it's sort of what I expected. You know, by the numbers, they've just been hands down the best team in the NFL. You know, even after the loss with Baltimore, I still think top to bottom, the 49ers are the most talented roster in the NFL. So it doesn't really surprise me. I feel like it's just really just a Mahomes factor. It's just hard to get around the fact that Mahomes being an underdog. But, yeah, it's sort of what I expected, you know, within a field goal, but still sort of a slight lean towards the 49ers side. Sam Chowdhury joining us, FTN, with our buddy Mike Randall over there, does a great job, at SC underscore FFB on Twitter. Okay, let's delve into your prop, Sam, for Super Bowl 58. Now, maybe a little biased because you did go to Cincinnati, but let's start with your boy Travis Kelsey, okay? You've got a prop here, 25-plus yards in each half. You get plus money, plus 115 there. 
Yeah, this is sort of uh, what I like on the island games. You sort of get these niche props, which uh, you can do like the quarter and the half props. And yeah, I mean, it's not really an exact math equation. You know, his prop line is set around 70-ish yards juice to the over. So theoretically, 25 yards in each half. You only need, you know, quote-unquote, 50 yards to clear this. But you just look at the volume that he's been getting in the playoffs. He sort of just looks like prime Kelsey again. He's back to being Mahomes' number one target uh, throughout the past three games. He has over a 30% target per route run rate. He's averaging nine targets per, uh, per game, 7.7 receptions. 87.3 receiving yards so this is sort of the peak travis kelsey that we've been used to and you're telling me that he just needs 25 yards in both halves in a game that we expect to be competitive if not you know trailing with the plus two and a half dogs so yeah i think i feel like just that plus money i really like it a lot more than the big 70 number which you know i think is accurate with what we've seen but i think he gets there pretty easily 25 plus both halves Let's go with a similar play you've got for a running back in terms of both halves. Christian McCaffrey, 30-plus rush yards for each half, and a good number here at plus 120. Yeah, this is another one. It's the same thing. You know, CMC, he's obviously the best running back in the uh, in the regular season. You know, offensive player of the year. He led the, he led the league in rushing. But, you know, you see a number as high as uh, it's about 89 to 90-ish. Also, you know, juice to the over. It's just, it's really hard for me to really get behind that. It's hard to take an under, too, because... You know, this team, it, I, running backs haven't uh, devalued as uh, years have progressed, but still, we know the offense runs through CMC, but that 90 number is just really hard um, to wrap your mind around, especially against, I mean, this defense, the Kansas City defense is great, but where they have been exploitable is on the ground. You see they're, they're top five unit DVOA against the pass, and you know, bottom eight against the run. So I do expect them to have a big, big uh, CMC workload in this game. But it's another way to sort of bet on CMC without taking that big number. So 30 yards in both halves. Again, it's not an exact math equation, but if you can expect around 60-ish to 70s rushing yards, which I do think he definitely gets there, I feel a lot better about that than the 90 number. So... I think, I, I mean, I think San Francisco, I would give them a slight lean. So I think it's a positive to neutral game script from them. So I think both have, it should be a lot of CMC. Sam Chowdhury joining us, FTN. So those just joining us, let me give a quick recap. We'll continue with the props. He likes Kelsey, 25 plus yards in each half at plus 115. And again, a way of kind of splitting the difference there with McCaffrey. He's going to be over 90 for the game, 30 plus rush yards in each half. And you get a plus number at plus 120. The next one, Sam, a combo prop. Pacheco and McCaffrey, 15 plus carries at minus 120. Yeah, so this is sort of like a fun little SGP that uh, you can take on their carry props. One thing is every week I was just taking Pacheco. He'd open open up at 14 and a half. Actually, I, I want to say last week it was at 13 and a half. And it was just always too low. You know, here's a guy that he's handled 15 plus carries in 11 out of his last 13 games, including the one week where he left uh, by halftime with the concussion. But, you know, he was a lock for 15 carries every week and they still 
looked at his line at 14 and a half, 13 and a half. So this time they finally did go up to 16 and a half. And I think uh, 16 and a half is probably a pretty good line. It's still probably a line that I would take, even though they're two and a half underdogs. We know they, it's Pacheco, all Pacheco all the time, especially since McKinnon went down. Yeah, McKinnon has been activated, but I don't think he's going to be a large factor in this game. But again, I just like taking that 16 and a half down to 15. And like I said, again, 11 or 13 healthy games. So it feels like a lock that uh, he'll get at least 15 carries regardless of the game script. And then you have CMC on the other side. He's up uh, up at 18 to 19, depending on where you look. And again, that's another really big number. I mentioned earlier that the matchup does set up really well for CMC, but we know the volatility, the running back, um, the running back position as a whole. And CMC, like, he has a lot of ways to get touches. It's not just carries. We saw him have a big target share game. I want to say it was one of the highest of his season just last week. So uh, that's another one that I like teasing down to 15 to both running backs to get 15 carries. It's a number that they've hit pretty much every healthy game this season. And you get that at minus 120, so near even odds. And that's available at bet three, six, five, so. Sam, uh, the game itself, which side do you come out on? Do you have a particular play on that or and or the total? Yeah, I'm going to take the 49ers. I probably am a bit biased, but I had 49ers futures uh, pretty much before the playoffs started. I didn't take any futures during the playoffs, so I've pretty much just been riding the 49ers. Because like I mentioned earlier, by the numbers, the talent on the roster, I think top to bottom, they are the better team. I, I, I hate betting against Mahomes, but still getting them inside of a field goal, I still think I will take the 49ers side in this one. And then finally on the props, you're going to go Pacheco over the 65 and a half rush yards. Yeah, this is another one. It's just been a plug-and-play number. He always opens around the mid-60s, and he has 60-plus uh, rushing yards in seven out of his last, ga- last eight games. Again, not counting week 16 when he exited with the concussion. And then you look at, uh, he's averaged, over the last four games, he's averaging 96 rushing yards per game, and he's handled 21 carries per game in the playoffs. So it's just a bet on volume. He is sort of dealing with something, has been sort of banged up through the playoffs. But I mean, like I said, he's averaging 21 uh, carries per game in the playoffs. So I just like betting on the volume there. Again, I do expect that the game to be close, uh, wire to wire. So. Yeah, 65.5, I think that's a uh, great number there. Yeah, as far as the storyline, I agree with you, Sam. I think it's going to be methodical, back and forth, two teams not trying to make a mistake. So if I were forcing you, just a minute left here, if I were forcing you on that 47.5, you go over or under? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take the under on this one. Again, like I mentioned, the 49ers have been so dominant offensively and defensively throughout the whole regular season. But you're sort of seeing that their offense doesn't look quite the same in the playoffs. Brock Purdy sort of has regressed as a passer. He was one of the most efficient quarterbacks in the league during the regular season. So it does sort of give me a pause on that side of the ball. And the Chiefs, the offense has come around the playoffs. But from the longer sample size, it's not an offense that's been able to put up points consistently throughout the regular season so I think I like both the defenses a lot more in this game than the offenses 
tremendous. What we love about your plays here is they're a little off the board. So we like the idea, the idea that they don't match with any of our props. So that's tremendous. It's exactly what we needed. Sam Chowdhury, FTN at SC underscore FFB on Twitter. Sam, enjoy the game and thanks for your time. Thank you. Thanks. Okay. We promise Sam is not in witness protection program. As you can tell, listening to him talk, he's a very sharp man. He's just got the lighting. Sam cracks me up every time. It's very, it's almost ominous the way he's lit up there. We like it. Hey, when we return now, I understand it's uh, Super Bowl Friday here on Sharp Money, but when we return, we have some shocking news. That's all I'm going to say. We have some, and it has to do with football, okay? It's news that will make you go like, wait, did that just happen? And when we come back, we'll tell you exactly what it is, okay? Sharp Money, it's VEASAN Super Week. Remember, VEASAN.com slash subscribe to sign up. This is VEASAN Super Week. Keep listening for analysis from some of the sharpest bettors in Vegas. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. VSIN Super Week. You made it. The Odyssey is over. It's Friday, two days out from Super Bowl 58 right now. Two, the 49ers are laying at 105 on the juice at DraftKings 47 and a half. As we welcome you back, I'm Patrick Maher, just battling earthquakes live from Los Angeles. Of course, Amal Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson, downtown Las Vegas at the D. And I am happy to see a VEASAN co-host, of course, our colleague, Mike Samich, host of The Handle. We'll get to the details because Santa Barbara can be a little soft, unlike where I live. You know, it's a, it's a tough neighborhood. Uh, Santa Barbara can be a little soft, so I know he's feeling the aftershock of the, of the earthquake that I just wrote out. And by the way, I just got a coupon from Bill AD in my email, so I'm going to go ahead and grab one of those. It's not over until it's under shirts over at the VEASAN store and you can grab them too because everybody's proud of me for riding an earthquake out while I was giving out props. Samich, would you like to congratulate me? Welcome. Well, you did a phenomenal job, Patrick. Although I got to say, you. I got about Thank 20 you. texts from people right after the earthquake was over checking on me. Nothing from Patrick Maher today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he got you. That oh, was a good did one. He get that you. That was a good one. <laughs> you know what? That's pretty good. That's pretty good, Samich. I got to admit, that's funny. That's a callback from when Samich told everybody on Twitter, look out for your Lions friends, and literally didn't write me after the NFC Championship game. Man, that one got me. I I'm like just that. happy Patrick's okay. He didn't have to go out into the mean streets of Hermosa Beach. It can get pretty bad out there when you're looking for it, parking. It can. It can. Well, and people are already talking in the neighborhood that I'm a hero. So I appreciate <laughs> that because I literally was just sitting here looking for my dog. Um, Samich, great to see you. And first off, amazing job over at vsin.com. So you put together a prop challenge article with 15. It's a 15 prop sheet, like printable, almost like I'd compare it to squares maybe you can help everybody understand for their super bowl party what you got here 
Yeah, of course. One of my favorite things at Super Bowl parties is this prop sheet. Look, I, I'm generally there with a bunch of people that really love the Super Bowl and a lot of people that just aren't that interested in the Super Bowl. And so a great way to keep people involved is going to this prop sheet. It's got 15 separate props before the game. You pick anything from the length of the anthem to the coin toss to the winner. And you've got some head to heads with Kelsey versus uh, Rice and Ayuk versus Samuel. But it gives someone, everybody who's there, something to root for whenever any team has the football. So it's a good way to keep everyone engaged. Uh, you know, if you want to, you can put a, a couple a uh, couple shekels on it, put a nice big pot together, and whoever gets the most points uh, is able to win. But I wanted to make sure it was easy for everybody. So if you head over to vcin.com, wrote an article with the 15 props. There's a downloadable PDF there that you can print out as many copies as you want. So you're able to have uh, have a little prop pool in your, your home Super Bowl party. And then, of course, I gave out my 15 selections for those props as well, including a couple that I bet. So I was, I was able to kind of pick and choose which ones I wanted to put on there because I did have a couple bets I wanted to get out as well. Patrick, you know, so Dustin, go yeah, ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, Mike, I know why he was so successful in sales. He goes, I was with people that love the Super Bowl. And then he goes, people that may not be as interested. He didn't say dislike. I love the way you phrased that. Mike. Yeah, he looks around the party and he thinks, <laughs> how can I improve this next year for other people and their enjoyment? <laughs> and also, Dustin said earlier, if Amal, myself or Dustin gets married anytime soon, would you mind being the planner for the, uh, I guess, the bachelor party and actually the wedding? Because it does appear that you're quite meticulous. You like planning. Uh, bachelor party, 100% I'm in. The wedding, no thank you. Planned one of those in my life, really not interested in planning another. <laughs> okay. Well, before 50, we move on, have to. <laughs> exactly. Uh, before, I want to get through uh, what we need, and that is the handle coming up on Saturday and Sunday. Now, you'll be flying out uh, tomorrow morning to get in for the broadcast. It's a huge weekend for you guys. What time are you going to be on? Yeah, Monster Weekend for us will be on from 4 to 7 Pacific, 7 to 10 Eastern on Saturday. Uh, and then we will be on right after the end of the Super Bowl. So we're the post-game show uh, for VEASAN or for the Super Bowl. So we're not sure exactly when we'll be on Sunday, uh, but probably going to be sometime right around 7 o'clock Pacific, 10 o'clock Eastern. We're jumping on there when the game's over. And you can also catch me on Lombardi Line uh, at 7.30 Pacific, 10.30 Eastern on Sunday, as well as the numbers game at 3 o'clock Pacific, 6 o'clock Eastern, leading right into the Super Bowl. So this beautiful month. It'll be the last face you see before the Super Bowl and the first one right after on VEASAN. Wow. A full schedule for my man, Mike Samish, Somo Bomb on Twitter. Not that I want to belabor it, but Dustin, you've known me for a long time. Did you want to comment on me riding out the earthquake before we move on? Just again, I don't want to belabor it, but it, I did do that. Uh, I'm still coming to grips with the fact Oof. that you did not follow your own advice that I've heard for years. Like I've had to hear the speech. That's why I set you up on it about your theories on where you would go during an earthquake. And you did the opposite. You actually ran further into your home which feels less safe than going to a field. So I was anticipating a phone call, a check-in, a picture sent from you in the middle of a field in open space and safety. Instead, you kind of risked me losing one of like my three friends by staying in your home. So hey, you Mike, affected so, yeah. me. Yeah, well, thank you, Dustin. Thank you for the calling me a hero. Hey, uh, quickly on the big guy, Amal and Mike Samich, I just wanted to go over something because Dustin calls me with his morning calls. And as you know, he's a degenerate. 
in many, many ways. Uh, last night, I believe it. No, excuse me. Wednesday night, he got in at 2 a.m. Mike Samich and his voice was raspy the next morning. Like he was trying out for the hills with Chris and Cavallari. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, raspy voice. And then he called me this morning and he said, oh, it wasn't that bad. I got in a little after midnight. Now, just so you guys know, he never went home after the program, this program, which ends at 3 p.m. So by my math, all and Mike, he was out for nine hours and his quote was, I was, quote, catching up with some friends and I was a good boy. How is it possible for Dustin Sweetelson to be out loose, Amal, in Las Vegas for nine hours and be a good boy? I think it's a complete fallacy because he said to me he only had two drinks yesterday. I didn't realize he was me out too. for nine hours. So somewhere along the line, as they, as the young people say, the math ain't mathing. There's no and, way... And, and, uh, yeah, there's no like two drinks. I'm all like, Mike, he's admitted to me in the past that he's a pathological liar. Those are words that have come out of his mouth. How is it possible over nine hours to have two cocktails? He has social anxiety as well. He's literally lying. Yeah, zero chance he's had two cocktails. I'd set the over-under around like seven and a half, maybe eight and a half. You're looking at probably about one per hour for Dustin, somewhere in that range. And uh, i just like to know what friends he was catching up with. We've heard some stories of some certain uh, gentleman establishments he's been to. Wouldn't be shocked if those were the friends. Uh, Patrick, I want to go back to the drink thing real quick. And the reason why is on Wednesday when uh, Len and Bill threw like a DraftKings little uh, party here at Circa, I got there and of course he knows I don't drink. And so he goes, hey, can I have your drink? I and he goes, I don't know if it's limited to one or two. I'm like, yeah, of course. And so, I mean, that was within like me arriving within five minutes and it was only 6.15 at that point in time. So I find it hard to believe that he's saying he only had two drinks over nine hours. I agree with them all. Now, there's a lot of accusations being thrown your way, big guy. I want to give you a chance to defend yourself. Quickly would like to talk to Samich, though. You know, I flew in for the DraftKings VEASAN party and drinks on Wednesday night, and I was looking around for you, and I didn't see you. What's up? Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't get the invite. Well, I got the invite, but I didn't get the flight. So you know, I, yeah. I wasn't there for the Super Bowl yeah. week. So you know, I'm yeah. flying in on Saturday, man. We've look. I spent a lot of time in Vegas. I got rained in there this weekend. Yeah. So I was there till yeah. Tuesday this weekend. I got to be back out on Saturday. So uh, it was tough to get out there on Wednesday as well. No, it's a great excuse. I'm a company guy. Uh, and then I just <laughs> went through an earthquake for those joining us. Uh, Dustin Sweetelson, uh, a lot of accusations. Would you like to defend yourself? Yeah, one, I, I had multiple offers on the table from a few different people to uh, attend a club that is suited for gentlemen. Um, and I turned it down. And now there are women out there who are planning on paying their mortgages this month and they're not going to be able to do it because I did not go. I was a good boy. I'd also like to add, uh, I am not a pathological liar. I am a compulsive liar. It's very different. <laughs> pathological liars, uh, they do it incessantly to get their way and do it with little awareness. I'm pretty aware. I do it because it's a habit and it just comes out of my mouth instinctually. And then finally, uh, you do not have to drink many drinks when you are on limited sleep and technically still hungover from Wednesday. The first drink I had kicked everything back up still in my system from the night before. I only need one more to keep it going. So that is why I only had two drinks last night. By the way, I appreciate you worrying about the people that dance at these clubs and their mortgage. You know, listen, don't worry about it. They got 180 days. They can do a forbearance on the house. It's okay. You don't have to go for another few months. Well, it's just like my argument with vegans. Like, you shouldn't go to the store and buy the chicken. Like, uh, it, it's not good for the world. We shouldn't be killing the animals. The animal's oh, already dead. The woman is there at the club. She's put in her time. She has to pay to be there. If I don't go, she's going to lose money. I owe it to her and the economy to make sure she gets her money's worth.
Well, don't worry. Those girls at the strip club, they're VEASAN pros. They can't pay their mortgage because of all your losing bets recently. <laughs> That's well done. That's well done because you know what? It's also true. <laughs> no, no. It's true. Jalen Brunson props. The girls just like sleeping on the streets anyway. Oh, what a day. What a day. Mike, so two is the number and 47 and a half is the total we've been here for a while does that surprise you it does surprise me i'm, I'm surprised we didn't see a little bit more coming on the total specifically we, we saw it tick down to 47 right after the open of 48 and got bought up to 47 and a half I'm surprised we're not back at 48, to be honest with you. I was expecting that either today or tomorrow we'd get to 48 just because you've got a lot of people coming in town. You're going to see quite a bit of over money. People just have more fun betting the overs. And there's a couple sharp people that I've heard that are on the Oprah as well. So I was expecting this to tick up to 48. But here we are sitting at 47 and a half. So we'll, we'll see if we get that move. Uh, if we do, I have an under 48 ticket from the Open. I'll rebet the under 48. I've liked that more and more as the, the couple weeks have gone on here and I've been able to dive more into the game. From a side perspective, I'm not shocked we're sitting at two here. It seems like this is the safe number for books. When you go down to one and a half and one, you're getting San Francisco money. When you go up to two and a half, you're getting KC money. I'm not sure that they want to go to either side right now and get a boatload of money on either team. Okay. Well, we'll continue. Samish has got a bunch of props. As you know, you can go check out the prop sheet. It's print. It's printable, so you can bring it to your holiday party. Well, we call it a holiday. The Super Bowl party coming up on Sunday. By the way, when last time Dustin went to the strip club, he said somebody named Svetlana was saying, "Who is Mike Samich? Tell him thank you." Anyway. We continue. Vincent Super, look at him, he's smiling. Well, you are like such a liar. Two drinks, nine hours. Good one, big guy. This is Vison Super Week. Keep listening for analysis from some of the sharpest bettors in Vegas. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, 
safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. VSIN Super Week, and for Super Week, we've got a betting guide for you. It's been five betting guides for me now, and this one by far is the best I've seen. You got them all in there Samich in there, Dustin in there, Steve Mackinnon, in depth breakdowns. You got Brent Musburger, the legend in there, favorite prop bets. We go back 20 years with the prop bets to give you kind of a historical context. Honestly, you can sign up for as low as $9.99, and it's worth it just for the guide. So go to vsin.com slash pro. It's vsin.com slash pro. I'm all Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson. I'm Patrick Maher. This is Sharp Money presented by DraftKings as we welcome you back. Just 45 minutes to go. We've made it through the odyssey that is nine days of broadcast leading up to today. And Samich, I'll start with you here. I, I think this is going to be a boring, exciting game. 47 and a half. I actually think that ticks down a little bit. And to put together your props and just betting the game in general, you try to come up with your own script and the number tells you it's not going to be a blowout obviously by the point spread but I think it's going to be methodical back and forth I think turnovers obviously the prevention at a premium and I just think it's going to be run first I think it's defense first here and Billy Walters told Bill AD in the VEASAN Daily he said quote Walters believes the Chiefs should be a two-point favorite because of the advantages at quarterback and kicker and the kicker's key here Butker a big-time upgrade obviously and again Again, the last two Super Bowls have finished with a score differential of three. Obviously, field goals matter. So I'm going to start there with what I think overview-wise should be an exciting yet boring game, and I think we're going to stay under the 47.5, Mike. Yeah, it's well put. I, I agree with you. I don't think this is going to be one of those up and down Super Bowls where we're seeing scores in the 30s. This is going to be a, a very controlled football game. You've got two teams that want to establish the run that both believe that they're going to be able to run the football against the opposing defense. And you've got neither team that wants to make that critical backbreaking mistake early in this game, because if either of these teams get up, it's going to be very hard for the opposing team to be able to come back in that football game. Because of that, I agree with you. I think we see a lot of runs early. I think you're going to see a heavy run script. Um, on the, on the San Francisco side and get McCaffrey involved because they don't want Purdy to throw that critical mistake, especially early in the game. We saw Mahomes last week take on Baltimore, and as soon as they got up, he really just avoided making the mistake and relied on that defense. That defense has been phenomenal. And when you look at pace of play, which I think is a pretty big key here, San Francisco 31st in the NFL in pace of play, Kansas City 8th in the NFL in the first half, but 29th in the second half. So they really slow it down in the second half as well. It's why we've seen them go 18 and 2 to the under in the second half. I think this is one of those games where if it's close early, both teams are really going to grind the clock and try and hold on to the football and make sure they make the most out of every single possession in that second half. I agree with you, Patrick. I think this game's going under. I'm going to be looking at a lot of unders, both quarterbacks passing yards under, a lot of receivers unders in this game. I do think McCaffrey and Pacheco have a, a decent shot of going over their rushing totals, but pretty much everyone else, I'm going to be looking toward the unders in this spot. Guys, do you think the fact that this game is being played in a dome, Kansas City's played three games in inclement weather in the postseason. Could it be a benefit for this Chiefs offense while it's still the same for San Francisco, who got to play both games in Santa Clara? 
Uh, the dome, let me just comment on what you just said about the dome, because I think it plays into the field goal props as well. One, longest field goal over at DraftKings, 47 and a half. I'm going to go over at minus 105. You can find alternatives like 55 plus. First, it's a dome. Secondly, elevation's high. So elevation high in Las Vegas. These guys both have big legs, even the rookie. I don't think there's concern with the distance. So I'll just start there. Mike, will go to you off of Amal's question, then Dustin as far as playing in a dome. I think it's actually a disadvantage to Kansas City to be in the dome. Uh, we saw Purdy really struggle with the rain in San Francisco. We know this is a Kansas City team that's been battle tested with a bunch of games that are cold weather, that there's rain, there's snow, there's everything over the last couple playoff runs. So I think Kansas City would almost rather this was outdoors and that everyone had to deal with the weather. I don't, I still think Kansas City has the advantage in the game. I don't fully agree that it should be minus two, but I mean, I made this game minus one San Francisco and I would say all the intangibles are on Kansas City's side. It's why I bet the money line on Kansas City and why I took the plus two and a half from a kicking perspective there's a couple props I really like so you can get over three and a half field goals minus 105 in the game I like that one quite a bit you're going to see like Patrick said kick conditions are going to be absolutely perfect in the dome and then I also like Kansas City with the longest field goal in the game that's minus 120 right now over on DraftKings.com to me that's a really good prop because Andy Reid willing to kick it from anywhere you've got Bucker who's made 58 yarders 60 yarders so far this year he's 33 for 35 where Moody on the other side, just 21 for 25. He's not nearly attempted as many. I think San Francisco might go for it in some of those cases on fourth and one, fourth and two, where Reed will elect for the longer field goal because of the trust he has in Bucker. Yeah, I, I do agree that I, I think the dome and eliminating the weather and all that helps bridge some of the gap because San Francisco is a team that we see some of these other teams uh, that are so offensive driven the way they are right now. They need everything to be right. And whereas Kansas City, they do not care about style points they are just one of those teams we will find a way however the the game pace and play dictates they will find a way to end up winning and i do love it for the kicking element where i do think kansas city has a massive edge like mike i'm also on kansas city to have the longest field goal he got a better number i got minus 130 i also think butker over one and a half field goals i love that bet and then i also dabbled if if we do get the low scoring game we are all talking about here that dome plays a role in the mvp market to me where i I put down a bet on Harrison Butker at 300 to one. If he has three field goals, four field goals, and one of them's a game winner, ha absolutely has a chance to win MVP. Just a quick stat, doesn't mean a ton. Harrison Butker in his lifetime at Allegiant Stadium is four for five. And Bucker, I just think about that six field goal game against Cincinnati, yeah. Dustin, yeah. to your point, yeah, as far as the MVP. Hey, we talked about this yesterday, Samich, and then after this segment, what I want to do is when we come back, let's just start throwing our props so people get numbers that they can bet, specifically if we're going under, excuse me, over on some of these props, because we want to get to those over props early. Under props, of course, you're going to wait until game time. Two point. Now, I like to say, find you a coach that goes for two point conversions on the seven yard line, Mike Samich. That's Dan Campbell. <laughs> However, Andy Reid and Kyle Shanahan, a little bit different. They were 32nd and 31st, respectfully, in attempts this year because San Francisco didn't attempt a two-point. Kansas City attempted one, and neither were successful. By the way, San Francisco, you go back to last year, Kyle Shanahan hasn't attempted a two-point conversion in two seasons. Now, successful two-point Samich, yes, plus 225, no minus 340, and an attempt on two point, yes, plus 120, no, minus 140. Do you have thoughts there? 
I would lean toward the no on both of them. I haven't bet either of them, but hey, look, Andy Reid even had the opportunity to go for two from the one yard line against Baltimore when it would have been very advantageous to do so. And he decided to kick the extra point and take the penalty on the kickoff. So both of these coaches really adverse to going for two. Both of these coaches, it, you don't realize it, not all that big fans are going forward on fourth down either. These are two of the more hmm. conservative coaches that we have in the NFL. I would lean toward, I mean, I, the only way we see a two-point conversion is if it's in the fourth quarter and it's an obvious situation. So a team's down 11, a team's down eight, somewhere in that realm. We're not going to see it in the first half. You're not going to see anyone try and do this early in the third quarter. So I, to me, I would go with no on both of them because I just don't think that the game script calls for that. And on top of it, I mean, I think there's going to be three, maybe four touchdowns in this game. That's a limited number of opportunities even to have a chance for a two-point conversion because of the limited number of touchdowns. Mike, completely agree with you. Patrick brought up a prop yesterday about a two-point attempt, whether it's successful or not. And the no was about minus, I want to say, 330 or 340, Patrick. I thought this was a good bet because as you just so aptly laid out, there's probably not going to be a two-point attempt unless we're looking at a 21-10 score. Somebody scores to make it 21-16, then you got to go for two. So there's a strong possibility you don't even wind up with a two-point attempt so your bet's safe let alone if the team doesn't convert the two-pointer by the way this one i found interesting let's talk about the running backs dustin we'll start with you we'll go samich then a mall race to 20 rush yards okay pacheco's plus 140 dustin christian mccaffrey's minus 145 mahomes a race to a race to 20 rush yards over at DraftKings, plus five and a half so plus 550 you have thoughts you can get a good number on pacheco here big guy yeah no i, I think the running backs are going to play a massive role in this game I, I think we're all talking about the quarterbacks i get it we're, that's what we're supposed to do but i think both running backs are going to have big days that's why for that bet right there give me the number on pacheco it was plus what Plus 140. Look, if they get the ball first, they get the ball first, you're getting plus money. Kyle Shanahan has openly talked about why he loves deferring. He's not backing down from that. Get the ball first. He has a chance to go over that on the first drive. Go ahead, Amal. I just agree with Dustin there. This is going to come down to the coin toss, and if the Chiefs get the ball, they're very effective on their first script, uh, 15 scripted plays. To me, I would take a look at the plus money price with Kansas uh, with Kansas City here in Pacheco. And as much as I love Christian McCaffrey, the Kansas City defense is great against the run. I, I love it. I love that play. Okay, let's go. Samich, you'll take us out with that one. Race to 20 rush yards. Pacheco plus 140. McCaffrey minus 145. I'm going off the board. Give me Debo Samuel. I think he's going to get a carry in the first 15 <laughs> plays for San Francisco, and he's got a shot at breaking it for 20 yards. If he is able to do so, you're going to get a massive plus number on it. I.e. Kyle's going to have him on the script. You Nobody's know. better. Uh, these are actually two great head coaches with their scripts. So you're right. Kyle's going to have something for him on the script, and it could be Debo. you got to get the ball in his hands. Okay, we're coming back. It's Prop Palooza and side and total as we continue. Sharp money. This is VEASAN Super Week. Keep listening for analysis from some of the sharpest bettors in Vegas. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity.